Hey, this is the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down Season 5, Episode 3, called Contact. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello, hello. hello. How's everybody doing? Amazing. Good, 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 good. We've uh, an amazing episode to talk about. Um, unconfirmed, but maybe my favorite of all time. I don't know. So good. It's a contender, for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. We'll get into it. Let's introduce the new face on the panel right now. Hannah's yes. out. We've got Taylor. Hi, Hello. guys. I'm Taylor Gates. You can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore Anne and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Yes. Thank yes. you. Taylor is an intern. Also intern. a Foster super fan. Yes. Is it okay to call you that? Absolutely. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I'm Jeffrey Masters. I'm on Twitter at Jeff Masters one we got Jillian also. Yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Left. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. Fantastic. Okay, so I said that this was possibly my favorite episode, and I will say that my entire favorite scene of the series was the dinner party that we had. Yes, this yes so good. Yes. Oh my god. It what am I it's I keep saying the word favorite, but I think it's completely amazing that the writers brought in this character Tess mm-hmm. that we heard about was it twice? What once? Yeah, twice. twice. Also here's the thing, right? And and Taylor pointed this out on Twitter when she was watching the episode last week. The Foster's fans are so crazy <laughs> that they remembered this like one slight mention of a character and was able to like spill an entire backstory yeah. of everything that they knew. Meanwhile, we're over here like dunces, like, wait, who is that? <laughs> Who's that girl? Wait, I know. I'm like, her. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, did you know right away who yeah, was? Yeah, I did. Oh my I remember, because I watched season one, like, an, an embarrassing amount of times, and oh. I was like, they were cuddling on the couch together. Their their dad caught them cuddling on the couch. Oh like, my God. You know, we're just, like, oblivious. Wait, what? Yeah, it was, yeah. like, season... And that's why one. that was, like, all that's how the tension was created between Steph and her dad. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then I also loved Lena making fun of her saying first girlfriend. And oh, I'm I glad know. that we got the clarification, though, that it was not a girlfriend yes. situation. Just, just a crush. Which is funny, though, because obviously they felt different about it, considering Steph said then, oh no, Tess said, then you dumped me for all the cool kids. Mm-hmm. I know she was just speaking as far as, like, friendship goes, mm-hmm. but... Still. I know. Mm. Also, we got a name drop for my favorite band of all time, Indigo Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to that concert with them. Yeah. We also had just really nice moments preparing for the dinner between Steph and Lena, this mom time that mm-hmm. we haven't got, you know, yet. Yeah. yeah. They're just like so like just... sexy time. Ooh, love them. Some Jesus time. Yeah. <laughs> for the mamas, yeah. Their chemistry is outrageous. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Oh, I just... I, I like the banter they have too. Like it's really sexy, but they also like can make jokes. You know yeah, what I mean? I love that. I honestly, this is kind of weird, but I love the way Steph touches Lena. <laughs> she does such a good job. Like just when she grabs her, just it's always so real, and I, I'm always like, oh, I feel it. I love you. Guys. Oh, that's so funny. I've not like seen that at all. What do you mean? Like it hasn't drawn my attention the oh, way she touches I, her. It's, it's just very. It's so genuine. It's so loving. I don't know. They're just... And you can tell it's so easy for them. Their chemistry is just impeccable to me. They have such affection for each other, too. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're very close off camera, and it's just mm-hmm. it's so apparent, yeah. too. Oh, God. Casting directors are so good. They're so good. <laughs> I love them. I know. Um... I loved at the dinner Mariana's question about what was she like as a teenager? Mm-hmm. Was she straight? Oh my god, it's so funny. I want a high school flashback episode with Steph and Lena. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. My god. So would I. 
I feel like that's my question even now. So many of my friends I've met who are, you know, gay or not gay, like a lot of them who've came out at 25, 24, 23, and even friends that I went to high school with and that I know now have come out. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because it's like, I can't believe you try to be, like, that you had to hide it. It almost ma- it makes you sad, but then it's funny to even think of this person being someone else entirely. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then the friends who I never knew as straight, mm-hmm. I, always, I can never imagine them trying to hold anything back. Well, in, in Steph's uh, situation, too, she was married to a man. Right. Yeah. She was a wife with a kid. Right, <laughs> and she said, I was never straight. I Which was is so crazy. Apparently like, confused. confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people figure it out later in life. I yeah. don't know if that's Steph's story, but I'm always, I kind of like always, you know, thought mm-hmm. I was queer and I wasn't dating girls trying to hide it I just kind of like kept to myself right. whereas other people at 29 they kind of realize like oh I might be queer mm-hmm. and that blows my mind because it's so different from my own story it just goes to show how many different stories there are I think it, for a lot of people it's an acceptance I think just sometimes you can't fathom the idea especially if you've grown up in such a you know right uh, a different environment and I, I think once you have enough time being okay with it, seeing it, interacting with people, you can then allow yourself to be part of that life. That's a great point. For some people, it's not an option, so they don't even consider that it's a possibility. Right. And that's they why, weren't given that opportunity, in fact. Yeah. That's why I like how they've kind of had Monty, like a couple seasons back, ex- like exploring it when she's a little bit older. She's exploring and toying with the idea of maybe she is bisexual, mm-hmm. maybe she's a lesbian. I really like how they did that because you know that's another story that you don't see a lot I've never seen that on a show Mm -hmm. me neither also like coming out (laughs) is a struggle at any age but it has certain complications when you're in your 30s right you know when you're established when you're a principal of a school Mm -hmm. it's kind of wild it is I finally understand though now ever like when people say I just don't want to put a, a label to it you know like even hearing bisexual I feel like as an adult now, I can finally say that I'm just attracted to what I'm attracted to. Yeah, it's And it's awesome. both, you know, whether it's man or woman, it just depends on the person, the chemistry, what they're kind of giving off and stuff. That's the future, baby. It's the future! You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is the future? What? Mogan. <laughs> Mariana yes. and Logan, baby. I'm so excited. I know. She is she, the MVP. She is. Can I say she's everything, especially at the dinner table when she laughed oh like that. God. I was like, oh, there's me. Even if this was like, yo, thirsty, like calm down. She's like, I don't Logan, know. you're so funny. It's pretty much what that looked like. Like I can appreciate as a type A personality and, and always getting what I want. Oh my God. I can appreciate the way that she approaches things. It made me actually really laugh because when she was Googling football terms, like, I would probably do that. I actually felt that. <laughs> I was like, tell me why Jillian would show up at that, like, talking about some sort I of I would come prepped and primped, like, ready to go. Mariana looked good. She was like, I know my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Jesus, don't blow up my spot, yeah. you jerk. She had stats memorized. Yes. Like, it was just, it was so, the interaction was so perfect to me, and I feel like, you know, we we sort of were really Mariana heavy like last season Mm -hmm. and we've kind of had like a little bit of a break or like a lull in her story and I feel like it's just picking up now especially with the roller derby stuff and I'm excited to see where she goes from here and I'm also excited for her to explore this new 
love interest. Yes, yeah. me too. Yeah. I think too with so many main cast members we do kind of ebb and flow with who's what story we're focusing on mm-hmm. especially because we're always going to be focusing on something with Callie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it is nice to see Mariana too but yeah. oh my god she was putting the moves on it. It, it was, was so fun to watch. She's so charming though. She was so good at it. I was like damn Mariana well, she has like, so much game though. Well, like, she really does. But Sierra's like that in person. <laughs> I know. Like she's quick. She's you know like she gets it and she's funny and so like I can see where you know all, all of that comes from and I'm sure the writers obviously see it and mm-hmm. they're like okay this would be great for her but I do have to say the writing in this episode was so good Absolutely. and I feel like that's why uh, you know coupled with the beautiful shooting and everything else it really was one of my favorite episodes Me too. and I really think it had to do with the laughter. It was. We needed the comic relief. I we were like, we were cracking up yeah. during the show, and I don't remember the last time we did that in the show. Mm-hmm. So many times. And right. was the laughter coupled in the same exact scene with Hayes freaking out? Yeah. yeah. And we're dealing with very serious issues, like the uh, Tess talking poorly about Anchor Beach mm-hmm. and finding out that she's a vice principal. <laughs> it's all these like real situations. It wasn't yeah. punchlines. No, mm-hmm. I just love it because it was it was awkward. It was humorous. It was mm-hmm. serious. It was. I don't know. It had like the perfect flow, so I I can appreciate that because that I'll, I'll probably go and rewatch this episode. I don't really like rewatch those. episodes, but this I, one was good enough. And there's yeah, there's actually I, little parts that I want to see again. And anytime you there's a dinner party on this show, you know it's going to be a good episode. That's true. You know what I mean? When they're all together, I yeah. Love it. I really appreciated Tessa's medical knowledge as well. Me too. After I think she's actually going to end up helping them. Mm-hmm. I I think it's it's kind of interesting that we have um, the girl that Brandon is with, with Grace. Grace. That we have Grace and she's like the music therapy, and then we have Tess who is the medical. And I feel like the universe sends you things, it does. and also the writers' room sends you things. <laughs> um, and I feel like maybe they're gonna work together to sort of heal him, get him better, because um, it's just to me like such a coincidence that you have like coming at from two different angles. Yeah. Mm-hmm in support of this one kid and what he's going through. With the exception of Tess having that bit of history with Steph, which makes Lena be in a weird position, I think it's so... I hope that they keep the neighbors. I think the neighbors are so good for both Tess... For Steph and Lena because they need someone to talk to and I thought that that football conversation was really important because they need more more like Jesus like you know contact sports Um, I... They need a perspective of knowing when something is dangerous but kind of having to allow your children do it like the and the male version of that which is saying that's how he gets a lot of his aggression now you know they need that perspective rather than being so protective all the time yeah and it's just good to have adult friends yeah. adult yeah because they're around like, it's just like yeah. all they're around that zoo the whole time, time. yeah <laughs> but I really got where Lena was coming from too which is like we have a lot of options we're trying to figure it mm-hmm. out and I, I feel like when you have a family member or a close friend who's sick everybody's telling you what to do to fix it yeah. you know every someone has cancer everyone knows somebody with cancer they say well, we did this we did that yeah. it was so hard and it's like I'm getting a thousand options I don't want to listen to any of them very right. true so that made total sense yeah and I just cannot wait to see what happens with Logan yeah. With him being next so door, sure. it's going to be so exciting. He peeped it out, too. He's like, okay, Marianne, I see you with your mm-hmm. statistics. <laughs> yes. Statistics. What did y'all think about seeing Jude and Noah back? I love them. I love them. Their, oh gosh, their chemistry is so good. And it always cracks me up because when I see Noah on camera, I always feel like, you know what you're doing, little boy. He knows. I, he knows how good he is. It's so funny. But their dynamic is perfect. And I honestly feel... Um, that it allows Hayden to kind of, or excuse me, Jude, to really, I think he's grown as an actor too. I, fe- I see a little bit more of him. It's like he's more comfortable, more 
um, I don't know how to explain it. Just I, that, like that bed scene was just so perfect yeah. to me. Noah has swagger. Yes, for a nine-year-old, show does. Not for nine, nine-ish, nine-ish. Oh my god! You know, um, no, they're they're so much fun to watch. I love, and we got a, we got a kiss, mm-hmm. and I keep forgetting that this is a groundbreaking show where we had the youngest kiss yeah. in TV history by a same-sex couple, and they have not let up on the storyline. It wasn't like we checked the box and we're mm-hmm. moving on. You know, mm-hmm. we're continuing to give this kid a storyline, like a love interest. Yeah, and I like how mature they are too. They're trying to help each other. They're making deals about how to better their own lives. I'm like, guys, you're handling this so well. Yeah, they had a really playful argument too. Yes, and it's good to circle back about how they're they're normal. They're gonna do exactly what every other kid their age is going to do as a couple. Just because they're same sex, it doesn't really matter, you know. That's a great point. Yeah, it's normal. Just hanging out in the bed, having those issues, smoking and playing video games. It's the exact thing we say to every other kid in this house too. Exactly. This was such a love episode, (laughs) right? Yeah, it was. Oh my god. Um, okay, we need to talk about the school system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, before we do, though, if you know they're going to be hiring for new principal soon, which is a great okay. segue to talk about ZipRecruiter. <laughs> you know, if you're hiring and you don't know where the best place to post or like find a job or a candidate, with ZipRecruiter you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click, and it's efficient. And unlike other job sites, it doesn't depend on candidates finding you; it finds them for you. So, in fact, over 80 percent of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in 24 hours. Wow. That's so fast. So find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidate with immediate results. And right now, any of our listeners can post a job on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash buzz. That's B-U-Z-Z. So it's ZipRecruiter.com slash buzz. And one more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash buzz. Cool. Let's talk about the school system. Okay. It, I was getting such undertones and such a PTSD from our own election because it's uh, all about, you know, the power and they're fighting for the future. Good versus evil. Yeah, yeah. literally good versus evil. And um, whatever happens in this quote-unquote election with the school board... Make Anchor Beach better again. Yeah, well, it's going to change everything <laughs> for the future. Big changes. Yeah. And... Uh, just because, you know, I have a massive ego, we have to say one more time that there was Bob Theory. Mm-hmm. You know, the oh, bitchy right. board member had a Bob, baby. <laughs> the Bob Stop Theory, it. my fave theory. Yeah. You know what it is? They That haircut just makes them so miserable <laughs> that they're like, you know what? If I have to feel this way, I'm going to make everyone else feel bad. Okay, I vehemently disagree. <laughs> I love a Bob. Oh, and TV's <laughs> ruining it for me. Okay, Jillian, you said that you hate Drew more than Justina. Yeah. Why is that? Okay, so Justina was awful, obviously. Yeah, duh. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, like, Drew really was never even friendly. No. Like, he has always been on the defense the entire time. He's always had ulterior motives in the back of his head. I want to be in control. Mm-hmm. And He's so pompous. He's he so- is so pompous, and it's like... Dude, sit down, be humble, listen to Kendrick. Like, mm-hmm. you need to chill out. Hey! <laughs> she said, did you hear that drop, everybody? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but, like, seriously, because he came to this school, he, like, barges in, he really doesn't know how it's run, he doesn't know anything that's gone on, and mm-hmm. then he just, it's like, do your research, dude, first of all. He seems really ill-informed about everything, and he's just like, I'm going to make my own decisions. It's like, he has tunnel he's vision. in charge, he has no political experience. None. Right. I mean, listen, she... <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Masters. Yeah. Uh, but now I just... verified on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I'll pay you after. <laughs> um, I just really cannot stand him, and, and just... 
shutting things down, like that is not the solution. The solution is not to just shut programs down. These are how students grow. This is how students learn, especially with the STEM club. I mean, you need to be really smart to be even a part of that. And these kids are flexing muscles and they're juniors or maybe even seniors ready to go to college and they probably need to work on stuff for their portfolios, for things that they have, senior projects, whatever. And I always feel like the wrong thing to do is just shut down something. Yes. You know, like there are ways and he just doesn't want to explore the ways because he's like, huh, I'm butthurt. I'm Drew. Yeah. He's mm. a Marvel villain. Like, he's yeah. so... He is. Uh, he's going to like transform into the the Hulk's evil nemesis. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's just, I agree. Like, awful. I yeah. Agree. I also hate that the, the school board meeting is discussing this uh, sex ed class for LGBTQ students because that is not something that is something that's so important. It's not something that we see a lot of places <laughs> and it's so incredibly vital. Right. You know, and I just think about, you know, all of my friends when they have questions, we're in our 20s and we go to each other to ask questions that we should know. And these are medical questions that we don't actually know the right answers for and we're giving great educated guesses. Right. You know, and that <laughs> well, shouldn't be how this should work. Right, exactly. Yeah, and there's just a lot of so many misconceptions in terms of sex in general, but especially because um, it's not covered for same-sex or queer couples um, or gender non-conforming bodies in, mm-hmm. co- in school. And it's just like, it breaks my heart this is becoming an issue. Especially, last thing, is because they made the point where it was not an issue for the kids. Exactly. It was once the parents brought yeah. it in. And that it, there's so many issues with trans people using bathrooms because we're making it into an issue. Mm-hmm. And it's only ever an issue when the parent comes in and finds out about it. Right. Kids don't care. Right. Yeah. You're 100% right. Mm-hmm. And he, they even said that. They said that the parents didn't care until it was the board that brought it to their attention. Yes. Yeah. Because what? The people, parents now think, well, even the board knows better than we do? Like, no, it doesn't work that way. And that's what blows my mind about Drew is that how are you going to be in an environment in a, <clears throat> in a, like in front of a student body that so aggressively agrees to do something else, but you want to you wanna tell them that you know better. You yes. want to you wanna blatantly just say no to what they're asking for. And showing they're showing a lot of like progression. Like as children, to be able to stand up for yourself, to speak edu- you know, educatedly <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my goodness. Um, I'll to be I'll, educated. Thank you. To yes. be educated. Yes. <laughs> and, and still be dismissed? That sucks. That's yes. what's so stupid and pompous about him. God, I want to punch him in his face. I wish I was there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Jillian, what are you laughing at on Twitter? <laughs> Christopher tweeted at us Hear me out. Drew and Justina are somehow related. Right? <laughs> probably, me. Christopher. Probably. Well, Drew is the Devos of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, he yeah. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. I love the drone sequence though. Yes. That, that was, was great. cool. I love how they combine Mariana's interests because she was coding last year mm-hmm. and girls have been in so many clubs at this point, but right. they cross it over a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like this crossed over her mechanical kind of technology experience with her new passion for writing this underground newspaper. And I really like that. I just like how they and kind of make it so one doesn't go away. That continuity is really nice. That's Absolutely. a great point. We we have multiplicities inside of us. Mm-hmm. And just because she's now an organizer doesn't mean she's only an organizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Now, Sarah Fortin tweeted, do you think Drew was paid off for his motive to take Lena and Monty's job? Oh, you mean by Stratus? No, by the school board. Oh. Because they want to push them out, or they wanted to push Monty out. So uh, do you think that there's like some collusion? Some some collusion there. I think possibly. I think behind everything is still more of uh, Nick's father, like putting the money in front of the student board, and 
or school board, excuse me, and then that they're the reason why they're like, okay, well, we can use Drew as this like clutch to, to get in there. Yeah, and I don't, I just don't. It's know still, the, I think they still just want the money. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know the inner workings enough to know how going private would benefit the school board. You know, yeah, I don't know. like what would be in it for them? He's not, he's not like writing a check to everybody. You know, right. yeah, because I don't know charter versus private versus mm-hmm. well, because if it's private, versus... then they're getting a tuition mm-hmm. from every student. Yeah, but I wonder what like all the different types of schools and like how the board plays into it because if it's the school board then it would be the charter school board and they wouldn't go with the private it would be another board it would be a board that stratos was the head of because he's a donor right Mm -hmm. i need to i need to do some research i basically just need to google like mariana did yeah i will don't worry about it It'll be fine. I'll come back next week with some answers. <laughs> I just think it's funny, though, too, that the woman so comfortably said, well, can, let's put her on um, on paid leave until we can find a reason to fire her. Like, yeah. just straight up said it, because we're going to find a reason. Do you think that um, the whole, like, uh, Sally thing is going to come back? Mm, maybe. Well, oh. yeah, they they, me- they mentioned it, like, minimally, not the specific event, but they said things that have happened in oh. the past. So yeah. now they have to, rather than just throwing it out there, have to gather, like, proper information, write it together in a brief, and then present it yeah mm-hmm. I, I also want Monty just to resign and say like this is not a good fit for me right however she resigns and it goes private yeah, yeah. So she like has to stay on but on medical or on not medically but leave well this is the first time where I feel like her business background can help if mm-hmm. they're so worried about money and tuition and how like how to get the school to keep going I just I hope that she thinks of something else that you know to propose or yeah. Something. Listen, what Monty I, is hold, held on this long with all of this stuff happening. I just wanted to be like Frank Underwood and just keep going and just hang in there, girl. Yeah. Well, like, Annika is going to be on our show later in the season, so Monty will be around. Nice. Um, Annika's also working a lot. Yeah, she's like working on a movie now. That's why she couldn't come in sooner, but she'll hopefully be in for the finale, so we'll see what she has to say and, and how Monty has evolved through this half of the season. What I was disappointed by in the school board meeting was that when they found out about the foul play coming from Jerusalem, mm-hmm. why they didn't turn around and like you know, him reprimand go. him. Yeah. You know, because something. the school board's behind him. So they don't have to. They can look past anything. But not the old guy that was like yeah. in charge and like right. found stuff. Probably because he knows what it's like to work with that woman. Maybe, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's complicated. It is. That sucks. It's it's it sucks more to see how much the students have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then just to finish up talking about Mariana so we see that she's now joining the derby team mm-hmm. I think that's really exciting Chula Vista <laughs> sorry that's where I'm from y'all but like the newer better <laughs> part not the hoof part <laughs> our resident San Diego expert exactly yeah. that's just so funny especially that the derby team's over there but I love that what do we think that her uh, derby name will be Ooh, Miss Thing oh yeah, maybe something like that. I think it be a little more like aggressive. It it could be, but in true, I feel like they would ride with that. Like it would be an inside joke for both the viewers and the cast. <laughs> I liked Penelope Crucify. Yeah, that was awesome. I've gone to a couple of derby ma- matches, derby games, races. races? I don't know. I have no match, com- match. meets, 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 meets. Um, <laughs> events, mm-hmm. galas, not a gala, uh, or is it a match? Let's say. Uh, and the names are amazing. <laughs> I just want to watch Whip It now. I know, right? Oh yeah, with Ellen movie. Page. Yes. I have uh, one of my uh, my 
one of my old coworkers in San Diego was part of a derby team because that really is there. Yeah. Awesome. So aggressive. So cool. Uh, they're sick. If she joins a team and they're not 90% queer, I'm leaving the after show. <laughs> I love that it, and, and too that she mentioned, like, I love that you have a Latina team. Yeah. Like, I love that. And I hope that, that, you know, I love when Mariana gets in touch with her. Senorita thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, Woo! I, I should say Latina. Yeah. I just, I just love it. I don't know. Like, I think it's really important for her and hopefully this helps. Obviously there's going to be backlash because she forged Lena's signature on the the thing so well I'm sorry go 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 I'm just worried that the backlash is going to be really bad because of Jesus' situation like I think that they're super paranoid right now right because of his TBI so it'll be more than what it would be regularly I think like Lena's going to freak out I wonder if they'll even need to know that she needed a Mm. permission slip well I think I think it would be something like at least in my mind this is how it's going to play out so Listen up. She gets hurt, and oh, they have to call somebody. God. So they call the mom. Yeah, and they're like, "What the hell?" Because that's how what always happens. It's like something happens, happens? and they're stranded, <laughs> and then the moms have to come and get them. Yep. Or... And then Jimena's there, and she's like, "But we got a permission slip. This isn't that." And she's like, "I never signed Leave any permission no liability. Slip. Yeah. yeah. Leave the nail on her forehead. Oof. Something. Oof. Right. She's tough. Mm-hmm. Also, I could see. I wanted to see her doing like acrobatics, and she's like a dancer. She's like yeah. on her skates. <laughs> and do the lighting because she can code. Yes. We're going to mix everything. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they can have a derby match to raise money for the school. Yes. We just we keep mixing it. Maybe her little wheels are going to light up. Oh, that'd be she awesome. Little lights on Thank her you. wheels. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> She's cute. She's cute. Uh, next, so next thing we should talk about is Jesus and Emma, yeah. mm-hmm. very briefly. Yeah, really sad. Um, he sent her a K text. Mm-hmm. It's over. That no, literally makes I, my blood boil. I'm a K texter. Oh. I, 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 actually, I do KK, but I still say it. <laughs> Not KKK? No, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. No, the thing is, it's really, what I'm finding out in my, like, adulthood is that, like, people our age that text, they don't really, like, text with personality. I mean, I do. I'm, like, exclamation point queen. But, like, I have some friends that are so warm and friendly in person, and I get, like, an okay period. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, Bleh. I know. What? Like you. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh my God. And Because I'm so much in life, and then I can, ne- I can never respond to anybody. I'm so sorry. It just doesn't look good for Jesus and Emma. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Jesus needs a little bit of a break. Emma is tripping right now, so I don't know if she's good for him. She's but. busy, and she doesn't want to be his nurse. Well, no, but she's also kind of scared, and mm-hmm. now I feel like she's being turned off and doesn't feel like she has to be there, so it just sucks. I'm happy that he didn't send that text mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. He needs to like create a little bit of the distance. I'm worried that he overheard the moms talking and heard Lena say that sometimes I'm afraid of him. Oh, he did hear it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he... Oh, I'm worried what's going to happen. Oh. I'm worried that he didn't keep all this inside, all this drama with um, Emma, all of his anger or like upsetness around his mom and hearing that she's afraid of him and that's going to scare him, you know. He's going to so And he's going um, to like, blow up. Yeah. Well, he is internalizing it so far, just what we saw, you know, Mariana checking in on him about the STEM stuff where he's like, oh yeah, she told me. Oh yeah, she told me. And really, she hadn't texted him at all and this happened twice in the episode. Right. So he's clearly like internalizing it all and it's bothering him because he's laying in bed at night waiting for her to text him back and like thinking like, do I reach out? What do I do? And these were two people that were like, super all over each other and I get that sort of you know the temperature goes up and down you're in high school it's it's like a weird time and they've been through a lot more than 
uh, any couple that age that I (laughs) was aware of. Um, But I I do think that, um, sadly, I don't know. I don't think it's going to last, especially because I know the actress has other gigs going on. Yeah, she's on This Is Us. She does some other shows, too. So I feel like this is like a natural progression. It happens with a lot of Jesus' girls. I love... Um, I love Emma. I love the actress Amanda that plays Emma. I think that she's, like, great for the show because she brought on that whole, like, tomboy and, I don't know, like, she's so special to us and she's been on the show for so long. So, who knows? But I... I think that... I think it's bittersweet because Jesus, like we see in the preview, uh, Brandon says, you're never going to be the same. Jesus is now a different person. It's one of those things, a part of life, like Callie, that you have to accept that you're now different because you have to take what's happened to you in the past and kind of embrace it and move forward with it um what doesn't kill you makes you stronger i hope that we do see a love interest of jesus's later maybe someone who is not going to be afraid like lena maybe someone who's been around people who is that who are that aggressive and kind of put him in check Mm -hmm. respectfully um so that he could have like a new perspective and feel loved because at this point anything that jesus had prior and prior to his accident is frustrating to him because he can't go back to how people know him. He needs something new so that he feels as if he's accepted as the person he is now rather than everyone mourning for the loss of what he used to be. Yeah, it's a good point. Just I agree completely. I think that he also could use some single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know. And Twitter, a lot of Twitter, right. everyone's saying, like, let we think it's alone. a good thing. Let him connect with his family again. Let him connect with his sister again. Mm-hmm. He's been so, like... Let him heal. His yeah. father now lives in their garage. Yeah. They have a tree house to build. Mm-hmm. You know. Hopefully Logan can help him out too. Like maybe mm-hmm. they'll become homies and like he can yes. take him to a football practice. What is something. that Kevin Klein movie? Is it Life as a House where him and his like a young boy, maybe a son, be like a stepson, they build a house together. I want that experience for Gabe and for oh, Hazia. Right. So they build this house and they learn what modern day masculinity means, you know, and yeah. they like talk about women while they're building and stuff. And yeah. I want that moment. Ditto. Maybe a spinoff. Right. <laughs> Jesus the Carpenter. <laughs> uh, was there something else about Jesus? No, we talked about him overhearing. Okay, um, we saw some stuff from the preview, but I guess we'll save that. There's yeah. some, some big drama going on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, that Oh, leaves, wait. No, yes. wait. Brandon and Callie, can we speak about their moment? Sure. Um, just that I was thinking of them recently. However, I don't... Do you feel as if there's like a Brawley thing? Because they're still clearly the two that understand each other the most. You I know? don't think... Brandon captured the photo that she liked, that she felt was her. Well, no. That that she was like, you see me like... This is how you see me. Like, she didn't believe that that's how she could be seen. Mm-hmm. And through Brandon's eyes, it was like... Clearly... They're never going to not have chemistry to me. Mm-hmm. It's just different now. Yes. And it's not a bad thing. I just think that they've explored one side of their relationship, which was the physical side. And now it's the complete opposite where it's the friendship side. Yeah. And they really are being there for each other. I mean, the fact that Callie has somebody, and this used to be Jude uh, when he was younger, mm-hmm. to open up to. Right. Brandon is like her... cohort in all of this like they can go to each other and they can ask for advice and they can talk to each other but the thing that stuck out the most to me was the fact that Callie got him to pick up his instrument again yes exactly and that to me is like he still hmm. only puts that with her he only gives her a lot gives her that he's not ready to give that part of himself to somebody else and not that it has to be like a physical like ship brally thing but 
it's important to note that she was the one that was able to do that for him and was able to, like, get him back. Yeah, they do have a deep connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't have to be romantic, but I like that the show is still honoring that. Mm -hmm. I have to say I can no longer ship them romantically anymore. I'm, I, I, no. You heard it first. Yeah, I don't think Brawly is Brawly anymore. I think that I can now see it for what it is. You know, if they really did become siblings, maybe later in the future, in like the future, but it is what it is. And I don't think the sex ruins it. You know, for a lot of people sometimes, and even friendships, sometimes sex is something that kind of brings you closer. It's kind of weird because of the situation and circumstance, but I think that that will, I don't think it'll ruin anything. I think it'll just allow them to be close forever. I agree. And I'm really excited to see where Brandon goes with Grace, too. Right. It's been really fun scenes. Mm-hmm. I like that they talked about why there was this, like, weird tension between them. And it's been good. Yeah. I like that she talked about how she, so she is older than Brandon. Mm-hmm. And she's inexperienced. Mm-hmm. And she was open about that and honest about that. And I know from personal experience that sometimes it's really hard to talk about if you don't have as much experience as your partner. I thought she was going to say she was a virgin for a second. Like, I was like, oh my God, is she going to go there? Um, But no, just to be, like, open and... I thought it was just kind of funny, like, that whole interaction when she was like, so am I good in bed? Well, am I good in bed? And mm-hmm. it's just, like, these, like, awkward, you know, I don't know, like, it's it's real. It just yeah. felt really real to me. And Grace, I like them together. Yeah, she graces, I feel like, so great at communication. She she's bold, she's asking those questions, mm-hmm. but she, she does. She communicates with Brandon, as well as Callie and Aaron now. Mm-hmm. I like that they're finding people that they can be open with and talk to, as well as each other. You know, right. they're, like, not together romantically but they're mm-hmm. finding people they can be together romantically with yeah that I makes agree. Sense. yeah and with Callie and um, Aaron it was nice that she was able to communicate to him to not it's unfortunate because in my eyes I would have that date would have been perfect for me please choose everything but not for someone like Callie who's been surprised too many times like I just never thought that yeah, watching it before she said it, I didn't think that either. I, like, yeah. I was like, why is she... Why are you tripping? Yeah, why is she, why is she yeah. being a bee? Relax. Like, okay, but the fact that she did say that to Erin shows amazing progress and growth mm-hmm. in her. Of course. And I think to because be able she, to say she's that... She's asking for what she wants mm-hmm. instead of just... <clears throat> running. Yeah. Yeah. Or shutting it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I can I just say, I think I really like Grace is because I truly see her as a bit of a healer mm-hmm. in this, like, in this time of our of the series. Um, I... I love that she she has that background to her because it's she's trying to be there for Brandon in different ways where every other all of Brandon's other girlfriends were so physical with him. Clearly he he ha, he exudes sexuality. So I just like that Grace is focusing on on the personal relationship as well and his development. That's a really great point. Yeah. Yeah. Um going back to Callie, I find it so incredibly exciting this storyline with Aaron. So do I. I am so excited for next week. Mm-hmm. Like, it almost kind of, like, I got, like, emotional watching the preview because how amazing is that going to be now that there is representation on television of a storyline like this? Mm-hmm. And I have never seen anything in movies or television where they're going to talk about sex. Right. And how to approach it and how to trust and all of the things that go along with it. And I just, I'm so excited to, to see how it's going to be approached. And I'm also so nervous. Ditto. I agree. And, you know, we got to like commend the show for tackling mm-hmm. this because, like, as Aaron says in the preview, sex is really vulnerable for me. Of course. And it does create a uh, necessity a lot more communication mm-hmm. with your partner. 
you know, and it seems like we're going in that route, and right. that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Also, um, there's something, um, in terms of representation of trans people, people know more or less not to ask about, like, what surgeries you've had, right. and, like, what, what kind of private parts you have, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And but with that, we've also taken sexuality away from trans people entirely. Right. So it's still good to have representation that shows, um, you know, a trans person in a relationship, mm-hmm. a trans person who is desired and desires, mm-hmm. and that's something really new in terms of representation. Absolutely, and their chemistry is amazing, and that's yes. also why I'm very excited because I'm becoming attached to them as a couple. Right, and I feel like they just they have it. Mm-hmm. You know, like what it's like when I see a couple on the street and they just like the way they look at each other it's like you can see the passion behind their eyes and it's like it's very exciting that you know somebody found somebody like that yeah. and um, <clears throat> I just I can't wait like yeah. I really can't wait I, I love that Aaron brings that because he just seems he's just so not scared he's so brave to me and so I feel <clears throat> as if that is something that Callie needs and because of his patience I mean Jesus, if he, if anyone knows patience, it's him because of what he's had to gone through. So I just, I think it's something that she needs as well because some people when they meet Callie, including her family, oof, they get it's too much. That's they don't have point. all of that patience. I like how they're finding, like finding themselves with each other. Mm-hmm. Like you can definitely tell, especially with Callie. I feel like in this episode, this is a real season of her trying to find her identity. Mm-hmm. You know, Steph is like this girl's not acceptable. The person how you've been acting, and I think that kind of spark something in her she has to find out who she wants to be and who she is and I think that Aaron is doing a great job kind of pulling that from her and Mm -hmm. she's kind of pulling that from him too yeah I agree and going back to the patience I think patience has been the key to this storyline right we got to know Aaron we got to like Aaron Uh, we found out that he was trans early on and so now that they're dating there doesn't have to be the moment where they meet in a bar and they hit it off and have amazing chemistry and he says you know I have to tell you something and then she has to react in surprise because mm-hmm. historically you know it's usually like a man like meets a trans woman in a bar they go home and then he acts grossed out and he vomits yeah. right and that's been played out through so many movies and scenes and like we already know this oh, character so really, yeah it's horrible and that teaches people Oof. that trans people are something to be grossed out about. Right, of course. You know? And so this show is just, like, undoing all of that work. Yeah. I, I, it is striving to. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's a lot of damage we need to undo. But uh, it's, just, it's I'm just so impressed with mm-hmm. these storylines for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the portraits. I'm excited to see whatever happens with that. But let's go into some predictions. Okay. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So we mentioned that in the coming week, we're going to see sex explored with Aaron and Callie. We're also going to see a massive, this is from the preview. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to see a massive fight with Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. an altercation, Jesus and Brandon. Uh, lots of them brewing there. And we also saw something with Grace and Brandon. Mm-hmm. And we will find out next week what that is. <laughs> I don't remember what that is. I wrote right. Grace's name down. Um, I'm excited to see that we see in the altercation that finally everyone keeps babying Jesus, which I think he needs someone just to react back, which I know, I understand it. It's not, it's like promoting violence and whatnot. However, he needed to get pushed back. So I'm excited to see what happens. I think that it won't turn out horribly the way that they're making it seem. I think that Brandon's going to help Jesus feel... Uh, not like a patient, you know, he's going to be pushed back and he's going to shake him up and he's going to like check him like, because he does need to be checked. You know, at the end of the day, if you want to be normal, then check, then quit acting like this. 
we get that it's your TBI and it's your aggression, but like put it pull it together because people who have anger management who don't who haven't had the the traumatic um, to, who haven't had uh, head trauma. So I think that people were giving him we're underestimating what Jesus is able to do in his healing process. So I don't know. I'm happy for this altercation. I think it needs to happen. I'm excited to see what comes. It'll from create it. some big change. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What about you, Jillian? I'm just. I, I was so focused on Aaron and Callie. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see Aaron's uh, apartment because it looked so silly. cute. Yeah, it was it like a little loft. Hey, Art um, Deco. I'm loving the production design. I love Grace's apartment. Beautiful. So Don't know how she can afford it. Right. Not going to ask questions. That's not a <laughs> Also looks very expensive, but like whatever. Um, live in the fantasy, right? So very excited about that, and um, I'm I'm really excited for the reaction to the episode. Yeah. That's what I will be focused on. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to go through of it, through all of it with you guys, but I'm also excited to go home and then read all of the tweets and see what everyone thought of it. Mm. Totally. Yeah. My prediction is just dads, because we had Robert Quinn last week kind mm, of yes. wanting to be more in Callie's life. Gabe, I don't think is going away anytime soon. And we haven't seen Mike in a while, so I feel like oh, he'll yeah. be back right, right. doing his thing soon. So I feel like dads well, he was directing. will... <laughs> he was oh, directing. yeah, he was directing. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's behind the camera. Incredible. I think that probably there's going to be a fun moment where Steph and Lena talk to Gabe about having a girl of her. But we now know it was the meeting. <laughs> Hilarious. The underground meeting. So good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, obviously, for what we've all discussed. And I just want to see what Callie ends up doing with the, her new artistic pursuits. Mm-hmm. She'll also create a lot of content, you know, this yeah. season. Really? And so with that and Brandon making music, there's going to be a lot of art yes. in the house. Love it. Yeah, I'm so excited for Callie to finally find out that she can express and get out what she needs to through her. Yeah, I love that storyline at the college too. I love her interaction with uh, Jimena. Jimena. She's awesome, and like even her professor is cool. I like seeing her too. I agree completely. Uh, Taylor, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, where can the good people find you on Twitter? Until next time, you can find me on Twitter at alphaba underscore Anne and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Fantastic, and I'm on Twitter at Jeff Masters One. I also host the interview series LGBTQ and A. You can find that on iTunes. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Love. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. Awesome. It. We will be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 